Welcome back to the Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode two. It is Friday the 13th of March, 2015. Soon I will stop numbering these. Just read the date, please, for up-to-date information. Numb Bills Fan on Twitter. Also, numbillsfan at gmail.com if you feel like sending me a glorious email with pictures of stuff, whatever you want. We have a special guest, most likely a regular, a.k.a. Stat Geek. We used to play in bands together a lot. Probably start another one at some point to uh, really hurt your ears. And this is a guy I go to when I want to know about a guitar amp, anything, any music gear, because I can't read and interpret things the first time. It takes me about 12. And my friend Adam Deacon here. Hey, how y'all doing? He's a good guy. Solid dad. Um, Today, we're going to talk really about all the Bills moves this past week. I forgot to touch on Matt Castle. Very busy week at One Bills Drive. We got Castle coming in from the Vikings, traded him for a fifth round pick. Um, he's going into his 11th season. Personally, I love the move. Well, when I saw it, I had the same reaction to a lot of things that the Bills have done in the past, which was, damn it, what are we going to do with this guy? But come to think about it, I warmed up to it, and one thing he has over a Josh McCown or anybody else is he's actually proven he can do it. Kansas City had a couple solid seasons. With the Patriots, he had a solid season, and you really question with the Patriots, was it the system that made him? And, you know, watching the Bills, dealing with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was Ryan was put in a lot of bad situations. I touched on it last week. You cannot be down a minute left, not have a top-notch quarterback without a defense that's good, but and, and be put in poor position. So hopefully the guy we're getting is the guy that was put in bad position elsewhere around the league. And with our defense, can we at least – this year for the upcoming season, 2015-16, just have an offense that just comes in and really, can you put on some kind of points on the board? Can you take some time off the clock? Can you move the ball? Yeah, I think I think Castle is going to be, be instrumental in get, getting that offense going. He's going to have a lot more weapons at his disposal than he's had in previous years. Um, I mean, on paper – not not terrible looking at all. He's got 33 wins to 38 losses, 96 touchdowns to 71 interceptions, and I'm I mean that blows guys. You know, like you were saying, Josh McCowan, a lot of the other names that were going around. Right Sam Bradford, clear out of the water, no contest. Sam, Bradford, he's been there, I, he's I done it. Seen. 2010 Pro Bowl selection, uh, won the AFC East that that year with or AFC West rather, excuse me, with the uh, with the Chiefs. He's been there. He's done it. Whether he gets the starting starting role or not, I don't. I don't know if there's an inside track there or not. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna stick with EJ Manuel now or down the line, this is gonna be the guy to show him the way. Well, hopefully he learns the way EJ Manuel. But at this point, 15 years, no playoffs. I know it's a broken record, and that's why we are, you know, cue it up, numb Bills fan, because we are unconditionally consistently loving the bills through thick and thin but here's what i'm looking at is matt castle if you heard his interview what's fishy is he sounds in his press conference he sounds in the interview with john murphy on the john murphy show podcast which side note if you don't listen to that that guy's great you're really missing out 
solid information, solid guess, and and he's kind of like a a guy who just calms the fire, very even keeled. But Matt Castle was on there, and he sounded solid, like he almost planned to start. And whatever it is this year, they're really going to put EJ Manuel through the fire with the other guy they brought yeah, in. Right, right. The uh, the competition is definitely heating up. We got uh, Terod Taylor coming in from the Ravens. I mean, another guy. Um, he's only, you know, he's only thrown a handful of, of passes. He's been sitting behind Flacco for four years now. Um, you know, he's only attempted thirty-five passes in the NFL. Very mobile. And if you check our Twitter, I posted a highlight video of him off of YouTube. You yeah, can check I'm, that out. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay calm over here. I got I got high on on his highlights yesterday. Um, again, you know the guy, they're college highlights. It's college ball. It's five six years ago, but this dude is explosive on his feet. He's finding gaps. He's bursting through them. Um, throwing on the run. There's a couple plays on there I was really impressed with getting the ball fifty yards downfield. In college, the guy was a stud. You know, he uh, he went for 2,700 yards, 24 touchdowns his senior year, um, took Virginia Tech to the ACC championship game. He was the MVP of that game, uh, ACC player of the year, got, got selected by the Ravens, uh, sixth round, 2011, and has been working with Flacco for four years, who, in my opinion, is underrated. He's a, He's an above-average quarterback. Um, he gets the job done, and this is where he came up. I see I see Terod Taylor being in the position that I wish we could have provided to E.J. Manuel. Here's how I look at it. You have Greg Roman. He made Alex Smith serv- serviceable. They obviously put too much into Colin Kaepernick. Who knows? I don't, I'm not there. I don't know if Kaepernick's doing the work. But then you have this Taylor kid, E.J. Manuel, and Castle, three different styles. If there's one guy who can make him shine, especially Taylor, if he wants to run the read option, allegedly, and that's what you think. He is 6'1", and I believe some change. Not the biggest guy, but he's slight on his feet. 6'1", 215. He's he's a big guy, not quite as big as EJ. EJ is 6'4", 237. Ideally, EJ would be, you know, with, with his athleticism. And we all have to keep in mind. Um, Castle's right there too, though he's he's six four two twenty eight. Yeah, but Castle's not running. He's 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 not the the mobile style read option quarterback. Yeah, a more mobile quarterback like EJ made the offensive line look a lot better. But compared to you know what we were working with last year, Kyle Orton statue exactly tried to that, sack himself how many that, times? <laughs> exactly, Castle isn't going to take off for a fifteen twenty yard carry, but he will roll out and extend the play and um. You know that that's gonna that's gonna help out. There was there was definitely some some things that weren't looking so great on our offensive line last year. So just being able to step out of your own way is gonna be an improvement. Yeah, not to retry, but last year I don't know what to think about. You know, I, I just feel bad that if we knew Orton was retiring, now we're in limbo with what do we have with EJ, and we want to see it. But again, fifteen years. Let, let's get into the playoffs. At this point, I don't care who it is. I'm sick of being the lovable Bills laughed at. Now we're at a point, you know, people want to harass the two picks for, for Watkins, which it, it is what it is. I mean, we have to move forward. I don't care that much because, honestly, Doug Whaley and Buddy Nix have done a wonderful job of filling out the roster, and everybody wants to point, oh, well, you could get a quarterback. No, you don't know that. You don't know if the quarterback 
it was even available with the first round pick. And of course, the year the Bills are picking high, they don't have a quarterback available. So I'm not really worried about it. There's only so many roster spots, a lot of quality guys, and that's about it. I mean, what are we going to do? There's so much depth on the team. Offensive line could use depth. Defensive end could use depth. I'm not worried about that pick yeah. going away. I, I, I don't miss it because you can, you can miss a thousand times in the draft trying to get a quarterback. I mean, we could we could draft we could draft a quarterback back to back years, end up with two Johnny Manziel. You know what's going to be great is EJ Manuel. The last thing he said, last interview or his first interview, I should say, after he got benched. Next time, I'm going to let it rip. What's it tell you? That's coaching. The kid grew up in a military family. His his father was in the military. His mother was a great person. She had cancer. He persevered to stay by her side. At least she had cancer while he was in college. And, I mean, to go through all that, that tells you he's a guy that I'm going to do what the coaches tell me. If that means get out of bounds, and it would drive me nuts, especially right there at the game, in the stadium, at home, he's running out of bounds three, four yards early. It's like, come on, man. You know, just three freak injuries. I I just think it was wild. I do not look at him like a Matt Stafford that's a China doll. But guess what? The kid has a big arm. Is he the most accurate? No. Let it rip. That's what he said. Let it rip. And I can't wait. Also on the docket today. The Bills have released Scott Chandler. Yeah, he uh, he apparently has landed over with our uh, our good our good our good enemies our our bestest enemies on the block, uh, the New England Patriots. I think Scott Chandler is a very underappreciated guy, and really, he he's a solid dude, but. He obviously has bad time fumbles. I mean, Steve, especially the Atlanta game in Toronto, which, you know what? I'm thankful they fumbled Steve Johnson and Chandler just because, hey, no more Toronto. Yeah, we want to win. We need every home game. And I'll tell you what, you ever go to a Toronto game, it was horrible. But Chandler, I thought he was a solid tight end. Very, very, very underappreciated. And he, word on the street, if you watch, is he can't really block that well. That's why they kept Lee Smith, the penalty machine, which he also just signed with the Raiders, but who cares? It's Lee Smith, penalty guy. Always he got, he got a three-year, $9 million deal. If you're Lee Smith, you are laughing all the way to the bank right now. If you're the Buffalo Bills, you're laughing all the way to the bank right who now. Who knows if it's guaranteed, but that guy, he, he's not athletic. I th- honestly thought because they're in with Charles Clay trying to get him that they might have released him a little bit early. Scott Chandler, I was, you know, the deal wasn't finalized. It, Who else is out there? It it was a sincere, you know, a serious roll of the dice on on the part of the Bills. Um, there's not a lot of a not not a lot of backup plan, you know, if that if that deal doesn't go through. Well, Gray Gray showed a lot. He seems pretty versatile. Yes, Marquise Gray uh, picked him up during the regular season last year. I liked what I saw of him. Good size. Very strong, solid blocks. Don't forget about Greg, especially in Madden. You Madden players yeah. out there, because that's how I judge my football life. It's Madden. Yeah, you you Madden players out there. You got to solve them out. You got to set your depth chart. Greg, yeah. hey, bump him up you, there. Hit him up a streak. Hit him up on a streak. Cover three. He's gone to the house. Don't even worry about it. Unless you're playing the Dolphins, they got some pretty fast safeties back there. But hey, I don't. I. I I think we're going to miss Chandler, and us Bills fans, we're going to have the habit. See, I told you we could have kept Chandler. Should have kept Chandler. What are you doing? But you guys are the same people that were swearing every time you fumbled the ball, which, yes, it was bad. 
And yes, he has had some bad drop time passes. But how many times is that guy open? He single-handedly torched the Patriots because they left the open. You know, remember that game where they didn't target Sammy Watkins? Thank you, Marone. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of Bills fans who uh, are going to miss Chandler. If we get the Charles Clay deal done, it it's no thing. Um, can't just miss Chandler. Like you said, solid guy. Season before last, he led he led the team in receiving. I don't know if that's as much a testament to how good Scott Chandler is or how poor the Bills passing game was that year. But it's it's a thing, and he led the team in receiving yards. Very durable guy, too. He only missed three games over the past four seasons in Buffalo. I mean, he joins Gronkowski, Tim Wright. He's 29 years old, 182 catches with 17 touchdowns last season, 47 passes last year for 497 yards. And the year before, only three touchdowns last year. But the year before, he led the team in receptions. Yeah. You know, quarterback's best friend of tight end. Also... 49ers have uh, released Steve Johnson, and, you know, we're all big Steve Johnson fans. I, I love Stevie, especially you seem to be involved in the subcultures like my friend Adam Deacon and I are, you know, we're involved with whatever we like, music, loud music, tattoos, skateboarding, BMX, you know, dirt bikes. It doesn't matter. We're, we're just regular blue-collar dudes, and Stevie seemed to blend in, coming in seventh round. We all know the backstory, but I, you know, Sale Capaccio and actually Joe Biscali, I should say, reported a few times, you know, gave a couple nuggets of information saying, hey, he wore out his welcome with the front office too a little bit. So I don't expect him back, but I was kind of hoping, hey, they might do it. But lo and behold, they signed Percy Harvin. Yep, Percy Harvin. Deal got done today. One-year deal, $6 million. I... I think that's the smartest route to take right now. Um, it's a prove it deal, just like Brandon Spikes. Ex- exactly, and I think I think the uh, Rex effect was the was Rex in, effect was in full effect. I think I think they they get along well. Um, you know, having having brought Percy in on on the Jet squad last year. Allegedly, his his route running is not sharp. What do I know? I play Madden. I watch the games. I never ran a route on my life except for in the backyard. I never played football, so all I know is he's fast. I'm excited to have him on my team again in Madden over Stevie. If they had to pick one, I want a guy where he's gone. I am a closet Vikings fan, and I I saw what that guy could do with some quarterbacking behind him. Only problem is I, I wonder if Randy Moss ruined his head in Minnesota when Randy showed up back there. And, you know, now all of a sudden he's getting – kicked off the Vikings he got traded for you know an arsenal picks Seahawks released him and guess what the Seahawks got better but here's the one thing with Percy Harvin he does not want to be a gadget guy that's his big complaint I I like the move and I'm going to tell you why there was no glaring need at wide receiver we got we got guys on the roster Sammy Watkins obviously is the big name Robert Woods coming off of a killer season you got Chris Hogan, very reliable. Marquise Goodwin is a threat downfield. He can stretch. He can stretch the field for us. Has hasn't seen hasn't seen a whole lot of playing time. Um, but I like that if we're gonna go for another wide receiver right now, playmaker. We got a we got a proven guy. We know what we're getting, and he can also contribute on special teams, which is 
value added. You can't you can't deny that. Doesn't it seem like the Bills always have special teams returners? I mean, come on, go down the roster. Watkins can return. Spiller not here anymore. Could return. Oh yeah, our boy you know Spiller I mean? signed uh signed four years with with the Saints today. Good for Spiller. I mean, hopefully. Spiller's a solid guy, but I think he was kind of football dumb because let's let, let's face it, you know a lot of people want to rip on the McCoy trade. You know, oh Chip Kelly must have been smart. Oh, he got rid of a high priced running back, I and mean, who did he bring in? Murray and the China Doll and Ryan Matthews. It's not if Ryan Matthews is gonna get hurt; it's when. You know, a little fantasy advice out there for you. But I was gonna tell you too, Spiller, his biggest problem. Was I don't I don't think he paid attention. I mean, he did not adjust to the blocking scheme changes at all. But I'll tell you what, it if Drew Brees gets a hold of him and can get you know, they could get him the ball in space. Which on a side note of last year, Marone after about when Spiller came back from the injury, he decided to throw a nugget of info out there. Yeah, we popped on the film with C.J. Spiller to see what he did while with uh, the previous coach. Well, how about you did that before, uh, you know, the, the offseason, before you started the season? You watched the film with the players and put them in the best position to win. And if they pop on any Chan Gailey tape, that kid lined up as a receiver. He, he just, he's everywhere. He can be everywhere. But, again, I don't think he's that football smart. And I would rather have McCoy than... CJ Spiller at four and a half million, which I don't think he's worth it. And McCoy has proven it. And once you have proven it, I, I think you can adjust. And it's he's proven it with two coaches. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, split out wide, he's a threat. As as a running back, he lacks the versatility. Um, a lot of Barry Sanders attributes will hold. And I guess they've said this about McCoy too, where. You're just waiting for the big run, big run. And Barry Sanders led the league in yards lost, too, back in the day. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, that's the risk of using an East West style runner. You gotta you gotta have a guy to to help him make that corner. So this is this is where our, our tight end search really comes in big and luckily we have we, we had solid play at tackle last year. Cordy Glenn, great tackle. Uh, Chantrell Henderson coming up out of the draft, you know, blowing my socks off. Didn't ex- didn't expect the level of play we saw out of him. I think he's only going to get better. There's a whole new lease on life with that offensive line. New coaching. Last year, Eric Wood came on WGR and talked with Schopen the Bulldog. And, and he really mentioned, or, you know, you went out with Schopen the Bulldog every week. You know, they would grill him. He's been on the John Murphy show. And I remember on the John Murphy show especially, John asked him about, the offensive line and he he really he he says that pretty much he had a lot of guys in his ear the tight ends coach for the bills last year was also the Syracuse coach for the offensive line then you have Doug Marone as an O-line coach and Pat Morris is an O-line coach and you know Marone preached accountability why wasn't Pat Morris fired after the first year again watch what the guy did before of how the personnel was used make him fit and Again, that is also why there was a front office blowout with Doug Marone. He don't mean to keep retreading, but I'm just hoping that Rex does not make the same mistake. I'm hoping, you know, second time around for Rex, everybody gets better. Clear example, Belichick. That's the easiest one. How did you feel about the Fred Jackson? Oh, the Fred Jackson rumors. Oh. 
Oof. When I cried. I cried. When when I saw that they were there was even a slight possibility that he was gonna get released, my heart dropped. Fred Jackson is great player, great guy on and off the field. Um blue collar, came right up, Buffalo guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, really worked hard to get where he's at. Even went as far as doing doing the trip over to NFL Europe. God bless him. I, or, I you know who he played for? Tom Tom Sula. Oh, that, yeah, that's the 49ers right. That's right. Coach now. Yeah, that's right. Um, with with Jackson, he you you can't go wrong. What I love about Jackson is. You could throw anything at him, and that dude just perseveres. He does not give a crap. Yeah, he will go until the wheels fall and, right and off. All he needs to do is the coaches just got to get him. Just get him to the OTAs. Just get him to one optional thing, and you will realize the dude is 29 years old, really, of a 29-year-old body. He, he heals like Wolverine, and that guy, I don't care what offensive line you put in front of him. You don't need the, the Cowboys offensive line from the 90s, or even, I should say, last year's offensive line. This past season, the guy's making plays. He, his vision is sick. You get that from indoor football where the fields are smaller, and that's what he does. He, he just And he will claw for the extra yardage every time. Always falls forward, Madden 15. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, though. Great, great pass catcher, great teammate, great leader. But here's another thing. Yeah, the leadership thing, you you cannot buy that. At the same you, time, that's probably why they want to get rid of him. Get rid of the loud voices. He was the one making all the loud noise about, oh, I don't want to. Why are we practicing after a preseason game on a Sunday? Like, Why are we doing this? We shouldn't be doing this. But at the same time, in a franchise that's had such a revolving door when it comes to the quarterback position, you need that on-field leadership. You need somebody to just take so we the could reins. give up after they play the fourth game with that quarterback because JJ Watt pretty much owned that entire game last year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's not talk about the, that. You're gonna you're gonna get me worked up, and and that's not good for anybody. Go go grab a pillow and cry. I might. I might. But the 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 reality with Fred Jackson, and you know, seeing the rumors this year. I, I'm ready for it when it happens now. I'm not he's, because he's he's the best. He, he is the best pass protector in the game. He's very underrated. Even five years ago, he was not as good at it. And, and one thing that guy does is it, he keeps getting better at certain things. Now, a lot of people say, oh, Fred Jackson lost a step. Don't forget, Fred Jackson actually bulked up because they wanted to run a power running game. Now I'm curious. I would bet you he comes in lighter. That way you can show us, yeah, I didn't lose anything. I didn't lose any steps. And, and, again, the vision, he can pick up the blitz really great. Another thing that I thought C.J. Spiller did not shine at, and allegedly that's where McCoy has problems. But did I watch the Eagles every day? No. The guy the guy makes plays too. Fred Jackson will always make the play when you need it and always pick up the blitz. Just the, the, point, the point I'm at. Especially with Felton in there. Okay, we'll 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 get to Felton in just a second here. I'm very excited about that sign. But my my point with Fred Jackson is he's going on his third season now of being the oldest running back in the league. So when he retires, it's definitely his turn to do so. Wall of Famer. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. He should be up there with all the other greats. The team never found the success it needed while he was on the roster thus far. 
but I think I, you can't deny the guy. So now you brought up uh you brought up the Jerome Felton deal though, and this is exciting for me. I mean Adrian Peterson he blocked for McCoy knew all about him. Yeah, he's he's a beast. He's a terror. I could take him though. I think I could take him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Don't tell him. 248 pounds, six foot, big guy. He's in his eighth season. 5'7", 30, 184 on a good day. I I, I don't know, man. I, I run great routes. Now, I don't have I don't have great stats to sit here and tell you about Jerome Felton. He's just a monster. Have you he's ever he's carried the, the ball 46 times in eight seasons. He has 163 career rushing yards, but he was the guy making the hole when AP broke broke 2000 which is crazy and and at the same time um you ever notice when you watch the bills who's that guy who is that guy running the ball and that's what happened against the vikings and he actually had a 20 yard run he used to play running back in college so just like booby dixon for him to transition into fullback which booby did at san francisco hey you want a guy like that you want a guy who is a mauler who's going to crush people and that's what makes me wonder is mccoy he had a lot of success. In the NFL, he did not run behind a fullback. But in college, when he played under Dave Wansad at Pitt, he did have a fullback. And the stats show that he ran out of single back formation a lot, McCoy. And he was actually excited in an interview McCoy did with John Murphy to have a fullback. And I think that's really great that he's open to anything. And that he's also... You know, on a side note, he's also very up on the league. He knew everything about the team, uh, every player he knew about. And I really think it, it makes me wonder if they want to run a power game, if you have a guy like Booby Dixon or Fred Jackson running with the Jerome Felton, you can use him for those eye formations. Or you can even put, say, Fred and McCoy out there for a pistol, have both of them on the field. You don't know who to pick up. But really, he, he's there to, to maul people. But he could also be that gadget guy that you throw in there. Kind of how, how I'm worried that they're going to use Percy Harvin, which I don't mind. I think Percy needs to just do what he's told. Either way, you have Greg Roman, and everything's going to work out. I cannot wait to see what happens. Yeah, Greg Roman might be my my favorite hire of the offseason. Love the Rex move, but Greg Roman, he's got the... He's got the touch with the running game. He's shown it, man. He has just shown what he can do. Alex Smith, that guy was left for dead how many times? What, five, six years? Yeah, he was. Same draft as Aaron Rodgers. Wasn't he the number one pick overall? I believe so. Yes, he was. And guess what? He's still doing it in Kansas City. But Andy Reid did tell him, hey, you're my guy. You're just going to go with it. But Greg Roman, what an asset. I don't care what anybody says. You know, the, the I believe it was a GM daughter, GM's daughter of San Francisco posted on Twitter something. Oh, yep, you're going to be gone, Greg Roman. Pack up your stuff. Something along those lines, that kind of gist, like you're a bomb, Greg. But really, three NFC championship games in a row, that's talent. And that team sucked. Yeah. They, they were limited in what they could do. But the things that they did well, they went out and they did them. I won't say they sucked. I, I There's teams that actually really, really suck. But he made he made Alex Smith a starter. 
He made Frank Gore a household name. Got got Kaepernick in the playoffs his rookie season. It's, I think it's going to be great. No matter who, who steps up. The way Matt Castle was talking, he just talks with confidence. I mean, you just want to root for him. He just seems like a, a a pro. He's playing his kids a shout song. You know, again, WGR, John Murphy Show, interview, you know, his interviews. Check them out. Download the John Murphy podcast. I, I, I don't come up with this information on my own. I just pop it and, and just give my take on things. Here with my pal, Adam Deacon, Mr. Awesome. Talked about the offense a lot. What do you got for defense, Deacon? Okay, we got we got a few things on on the list here. We got Denoris Searcy uh, heading heading out to Tennessee. He was released. Titans picked him up, four year deal, twenty four million. He was uh, he was great for us last year. filled filled the hole that we left with Jarius Burr. A lot of people were worried about how that was going to play out. Him stepping in and and. Achieving what he achieved, you know, two forced fumbles, three interceptions, solid guy all year. Makes me not sweat the situation so bad. We got one of the best defensive back co- coaches you could ask for in Donnie Henderson. Yeah, he's loved everywhere, that guy. Yeah, so with the with uh, Cersei leaving, who do you – Duke who Williams. Do you, Duke Williams, Duke, I think Duke they Williams? believe in. They think he's a thumper. Obviously, we saw some plays last year where he got absolutely torched. But, again, Cersei's a guy. Good for you. Big contract after you got developed. You can't blame the guy. You know, it happened with Demetrius Bell. He got developed. Played solid. They let him go. They didn't resign him. But what do you do? I mean, you you have a few things you can do. You can you can go with Duke Williams, like you said. Uh, Corey Graham's played safety. We still got Corey Graham. Um, I think that's a smart move. If they pick up, I would not be shocked if the Bills pick up. I, I said Revis last week or last podcast on Monday. But – I would not be shocked if they waited for the chips to all, uh, all the big guys to go and see where their cap is, bring in another corner because Corey Graham is very football smart. That dude is really intelligent. I mean, two picks against Peyton Manning and the Ravens. And I was telling my buddies, watch out for Corey Graham when the Bills play the play the, the Broncos. I mean, and what's he do? He ends up with a pick. That guy, you could tell he just watches film. And him with – Stefan Gilmore coming into fruition, very underrated player in Roby. Put another corner on that side. I'm, I'm actually shocked that they did not give Cromartie a shot, especially with Rex. He likes Cromartie, but he gives, you know, that kind of player gave Rex fits because that guy has all the potential in the world, doesn't want to tackle. I don't think Brandon Browner signed anywhere yet. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything official, no. But that could be an interesting guy. Again, you just have to – I'm picturing – remember those free agents we used to get really excited about where everybody signed and then you actually have to do homework on this guy because you haven't heard of him? I mean, same with the Jerry Hughes trade. Jerry Hughes who? Oh, yeah, first Jer- round pick. Jerry Hughes? Yeah, really. But, hey, it came out, and I trust in Doug Whaley. I mean, just chill. The one other name I'm going to throw in the mix at the safety position here is uh, Bakari Rambo. We brought him in last year during the season. Showed a lot of flashes. He came up big in the game against Green Bay. Picked off Aaron Rodgers twice that game. Don't forget about Meeks either. They did draft him the same time they drafted Duke Williams, but Duke Williams is thick. That's it. That dude is. He looks like a fullback. Plus, he's got the quintessential Buffalo Bills last name. This is true. I mean, Williams, 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 Williams. All right, they got to sign another Williams. Let's. If they're going to go that route, I hope they uh, go after Max Williams in the draft there. 
That's Max with two X's. Look him up. Yeah, this just came down. Um, not sure if you picked it up, Adam, but Mike Wallace just traded for a seventh round pick. I just saw that come up to Minnesota. Vikings picked him up. That's leaving the uh, wide receiver stable pretty thin down in Miami. No Heartline. No Heartline's Wallace. Out. Wallace is out. Clay's hopefully maybe coming to the Bills. Good blocker. I, fingers are crossed. Good blocker. Can get downfield. Can make the play. They even ran him out of the backfield. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Very very versatile tight end. They signed end. that one tight end. What's his name? He's got a lot of potential from the Browns. A little bit of a concussion problem. <laughs> Jordan Cameron. Oh, it's not Cameron Jordan? <laughs> it's something like I that. I just want to put Jordan at the end. You know, 23? Yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta be like Mike. Um, we have some, yeah, other- but that, that, that's a scary move for me. Um, his name popped up on the rumor, the rumor sheet, you know, early, early before, before free agency opened. And I said, please football God, please don't let that guy land in Buffalo. He's going to get clobbered. He's going to get a concussion. He's not going to come back. He's going to Kevin Cobb us. <laughs> that, that'll be the end of him. Well, I don't know if you know this, but, um, a word on the street, if you got the in, is there's no mats anymore for anybody to slip on and end their football careers. Ding, ding. Marcus yeah. Easley re-signed. Marcus Easley's special team specialist. Oh, that guy. I was such oh, Man, the measurables on that guy. Let me tell you. He's got a big frame. You know, Fitzpatrick during the lockout, he has a little get-together in Arizona in his home. Oh, man. He was saying how beastly Marcus Easley is, Steve Johnson, oh, Marcus Easley. But then, of course, Chan Gailey played the guy at wide receiver who was better on special teams first, Ruval Martin. But, hey, Marcus Easley, you want to talk about perseverance, hurt all the time. You want to talk about getting discouraged. You know, Fred Jackson, Marcus Easley, stick with it. Whatever you're doing, stick with it. You know, keep fighting. Hopefully it'll work out. It's better than putting your head in the sand and blaming everybody around you. Yeah, yeah. I I can't wait to see our special teams unit this year. Very, very solid last year. The addition of Harvin, bringing Easley back, it's going to be powerful. Also, Wynn re-signed, defensive tackle reserve. Yep, Jairus Wynn, he, he signed a two-year deal, good for uh, $2.2 million. I thought he was solid. I really like that guy. He's a big dude. Yeah. He doesn't mess around, but I really think the secret to running on the Bills is right up the middle. Call me nuts, especially when they had him and Bryant in there a couple games. Ooh, that Raiders game. Twitter practically blew up. Yeah, yeah. When they were summoning those guys in at the end. Yeah, you know, really, really goes to show uh, just how much Marcel Darius really, really is worth to to this ball club. Speaking of which, uh oh, Mister Big Stuff is twenty five today. Happy birthday, Marcel Darius. Yay. Kyle Williams just re-signed, restructured, freed up some room. I'm wondering if he restructured because of Fred Jackson. That's my boy Fred. There's some speculation, but I've uh, also read on on Pro Football Talk that it was to help get the Clay deal done. Really? Yeah. Okay. So They're running out of cap space. Have we ever said this? They're running out of cap space. Rolf, rest in peace, but bud, man, come on. What, you couldn't do this before? Your your GM is actually awake the day of free agency? 
Well, he, his priority his priorities were different though. His priorities were keep the team in Buffalo, keep keep the fans in the stadium, keep them ticket prices down. So, well, hey, at least we have Kyle Williams. Remember Kevin Williams? Yes, I do. That guy played for a long time. I feel like defensive tackles they could play in their late thirties if they're still solid. Yeah. I think I think you know the new ownership though it's uh they're not letting anybody go. It it's it's time. It's time just like just like Rex said his his initial press conference. It's time and we're going. Um Pagula's in and he is really really going the extra mile this free agency period, you know. McCoy McCoy went as far to say is at first he was he was skeptical about being traded coming to Buffalo, but after meeting with Pagula Loved it. Well, here's what I think is once you meet the Pagulas, you're you're just sucked in. They're sending private jets to pick up a fullback. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, Terry and Kim, just a class act. They brought in a solid coaching staff. They've really traded, you know, they've really really upgraded the, the entire market. Buffalo, for the first time in a while, is shaping up to be a desirable landing spot for these free agents. And not for nothing, people really have to think in mind, when you had the previous, when, when Ralph was still alive, you know, you're, you're you're really handcuffed. But then once he's gone, you're thinking, okay, new ownership. Well, we got to get this playmaker. And if they believed in EJ, which they seem to have, and they went and got Watkins, oh, playmaker, do I did I agree with it? No, 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 no. But we're here now, and the Pagulas have sunk all their assets into the team, which I wanted them from, from the get go. And, and if you're McCoy, you're going to be shocked that you got traded. Look what that guy did for that franchise. I mean, his season last year was a down year and he was number three in the league. And Oh yeah, we, we all have the soft spot for CJ Spiller, which I like. I even have an autographed hat with him autographing it at train camp training camp, because that's really cool. And I had to get photo proof because that thing's going to be worth like $3 million. So CJ Spiller, <laughs> no. that guy had a his best season was worse than McCoy's season last year. Yeah, any guy who's who's breaking thirteen hundred yards on a down year, sign that all man purpose up. running. I don't care what it is, but he's good for he's good for four and a half yards every time he touches the ball. Oh no, that's it. The guy the guy is great. Over six years. With the Eagles, he's only fumbled twelve times. What what more could you want? What more could you want at the position? I think it was solid. I, so far, I'm so impressed with the Bills. I was expecting a huge off season. If they get Charles Clay, I'll admit I wasn't really sure what the guy is capable of. But you have to trust in the GM. Ever since Knicks came in, they've been making smart moves. You know, like cutting McCargo back in the day. You know, it's been exciting, and the biggest downfall has been, to me, Doug Marone and wasted potential on guys. I mean, imagine what Sammy Watkins could have done, Robert Woods, Steve Johnson still on the team. You know, even Mike Williams, which that's a whole – that's been beaten. But that, that Yeah, that's that's another – that's for another time. Don't forget, check us out, numbillsfan on Twitter, numbillsfan at gmail.com, and you'll see me eating a – hot dog at Nathan's down in Coney Island with my boys. And also you'll see the mayor of Toronto, you know, the crackhead. 
Rob Ford. Rob Ford. Rocking he, the Bills jersey and, and the chicken wing. That, that picture is it's classic. infamous. It's it's not even famous. It's infamous. I mean, I'd like to hang out and smoke crack with him. Maybe not. But, hey, you do whatever you got to do, Ford. But that should be it. Thank you, Deacon. Thanks for having me. It's been it's been a pleasure. Odds are, depending on our mood and how much we like you, we'll probably do another one next Monday or Tuesday at some point. See what else has happened. Please check to the Twitter. Tell your friends. I know we're kind of dumb, but we love the Bills because that's what we do. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.